I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Scoopy Radio. And your airwaves on the plane, on the train. Literally, on your headphones everywhere you want to be, I am Brendan Scoop B. Robinson. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Scoop B, Instagram and Snapchat at Scoop underscore B. And make sure that you all subscribe to the Scoop B Radio podcast, which is available through iHeartRadio, Google Play, TuneIn App, Stitcher app, and the Apple Podcast, or simply by visiting ScoopBRadio.com. 3.5 million streams last year. Anybody from Charles Barkley, the voice of Siri, and a myriad of other people. And Scoopy Radio has all types of people. And on the line right now is my amiga, Samantha Barbash. What's going on, ma'am? Hola. What's going on? Ma'am, I am chilling. You've been having a pretty, pretty (laughs) busy couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. It's been crazy, the media. They love me, I guess. Thank God. Thanks for the love, guys. Oh, for sure. And for those who are not familiar with Samantha Barbash, you kind of do know who she is. Uh, her story uh, was the focus of a New York Magazine article uh, called The Hustlers at Scores, which was turned into a movie, yeah, a movie that grossed a lot of money and starred uh, Jennifer Lopez and Cardi B, uh, The Hustlers movie. Uh, Bernie told me you walked out the movie when you saw it. Yeah, I did. Why? Well, for several reasons. I'm looking at this movie thinking, wow, this is nothing like the true story. I mean, obviously, it's Hollywood, so they have to, uh, you know, make it a little more desirable to watch and attract the viewers. But, I mean, I'm realizing that uh, they don't want to pay me for my story, the rights to it, and they're making millions of dollars off of it. Like, Jennifer being a, a producer herself on the project, um, basically, they defame me as a mother. They defame my character. And, uh, yeah, I woke out. I was disgusted, actually. Uh, I, I'm not going to take away from her acting skills or her beauty. She did look, you know, beautiful. She did her thing. But there would have been no story without her. You're suing the production company. Uh, I can't talk about that. I guess you're going to have to read about it when it comes out. <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask this question. My follow-up to that is um, Jennifer Lopez is part of the production company. Cardi B is in the movie. Number one, as a person who watched the movie, not as a journalist and not knowing you, I would imagine um, that Cardi B being a stripper 
or having an experience in adult entertainment, she'd have more of a role, one, and two, um, she kind of know where you're coming from. What say you? Yes, I totally agree with that. It's funny how they put her in there because from the beginning, I had told the producers uh, that I think no disrespect to Jennifer at all. I think she's a great actress, but being that Cardi was in the strip club, even though I know she's not an actress, she's a singer, she would have played a better me because she has lived that life, even though we were in two separate different type of strip clubs, it doesn't matter. She lived the life. And she was, and she's a real deal. Like the way she is, she didn't, she doesn't need acting skills to be herself, you know? So I think she would have gave a better me. If you had to give a percentage, meaning one to a hundred of <clears> stuff <throat> that was actually factual from the movie versus your real life, what, where would you peg that? Uh, 87% was non-factual. So which parts were true? Um, the one that we did the Christmas party, because I still do that with my friends today, but I did not give, uh, Constance a chinchilla. It was Chris, I think it was Christian Louboutin shoes. Um, what else was, uh, the locker room parts where like, you know, the girls are like, you know, all talking to each other, complaining about like, you know, everyday life, their boyfriends, their husbands, that stuff is true. But the, you know, how the guy had his hand out in the strip club, that is true because every Everybody has their hand out in the strip club, like everybody. Um, it's a male's world. Females have no say. So that is true. But everything else was not. <laughs> there was no sisterhood but, but with uh, Roslyn and I. She was my coworker. Um, nothing bad to say about her, but we're, there was no sisterhood. She worked with me for five months. I was in that business for on and off for 17 years. <clears throat> Help me understand something. This is, this, is the, this is the biggest question that I have for you. It's comical, but it's real. Mm-hmm. When I watched the movie, I saw J-Lo sitting on top of the roof. I think it was in the movie. She had that chinchilla on, and then she wrapped the girl in chinchilla. Did you actually own a chinchilla like that? I did own one, but I never wrapped Rosalind in it at any <laughs> time. And to be honest with you, I didn't teach Rosalind the game. She was already a hustler before she met me, so I don't know why she went on 2020 saying that I was like, I think she said I was the CEO and she was the CFO. I don't know. No, we were equal opportunists. Like, we were equal partners. At the end of the day, she just didn't have my caliber of clientele. Like, I had a Fortune 500 plus celebrity list. Um, she didn't have that. But we worked equally. There was never – she didn't work under me. Um, I was not the CEO. That's what she likes to tell people because she was the first one to take a plea in the court. <laughs> so, obviously, she's going to tell people that, what she wants them to know. It kind of feels like Takashi 6 9 Uh, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she went on 2020, so, I mean, she kind of said it herself. Right. right. I, listen, at the end of the day, I'm not going to go against her. She's a mother, just like I was. Sure. Um, and she, her daughter was very young at the time, so, you know, obviously I do understand. But, like, you know, you like the case was built upon her. Um, nobody knows this, but nobody really was supposed – they didn't really want us. It was her that they wanted for whatever reason. And at the end of the day, she's the first one that took a plea within, I think, less than a year. I fought my case for three years. So everybody took pleas, um, but I didn't go against the girls at all. I went against the club that I got in trouble for because I was not. None of us were running credit cards. We, we we didn't have the capability. The clubs were running the credit cards. Yeah, Samantha Barbas on the line with Scoopy Radio. She, her story was the subject of a New York Magazine an article called Hustlers at the Score, which was then turned into a movie called Hustlers, which starred Cardi B and Jennifer Lopez. That was the part that was a little confusing. Like for me, I graduated college in 2008. And so okay. for me, I remember when the banks collapsed. I remember when um, 
you know, people were trying to find new ways to make money, this, that, and the third. The credit card thing, credit card scamming and just things of that sort were definitely we're not, on the right. That's the thing, like, credit card scamming. There was no credit card uh, scams going on. Like, yeah, would come in the club and spend the money. They were right. already doing like the part in the movie where you see how like the guy we're in the we're in a place like a bar and the guys turned ahead and the guys are getting drunk. That did not go down like that. Did not go down like that. Do you think when I look at hip hop? videos you know oftentimes hip-hop they use music videos as a depiction kind of like using Scarface as a muse and then they kind of exaggerate their own spin on it mm -hmm. do you think that the producers of the film were going for a similar angle do i think they were going for a similar angle well no it, they want they were going off uh i get well they hired Rosalind and karina and right. so from what i understand made them promises to put them in the movie and I don't see it. So listen, the article was Rosalind's article, but right. read, I'm sure you read it. So at the end, she regretted doing the article and she said it was based off lies. So how could you make a movie that the article itself says it's based off lies? I never gave Jessica Presler an interview ever in my life. Yes, she came to every court case and we had like a little friendship going on, like, but we didn't speak sure. on the phone or nothing. Like she called me a million times and she called every one of my closest friends in the strip club to do interviews and nobody would give her one. Um, and I know she's just a journalist and she wanted to get her story out there because she wants to get paid. Like I, I totally get it. But right. me personally, I didn't want to be in any more press. My, you know, I had a son. He was, you know, like I put him through hell and I wasn't, I was just not trying to give, when my case was over, I didn't talk to anybody. I just mm -hmm. was happy it was over with. And, um, so I don't know how they can make, you're going to say this is based on a true story when the article itself that it's a lie. So how, how is that based on a true story? If it doesn't come from the horse's mouth, I'm sorry, it's not a true story. And from what I gathered, you were you started in the adult entertainment business at 19. Uh, you were a yeah. hostess at Scores Gentlemen's Club in Chelsea, and then over at the Hustlers Club in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people might put that as the same thing. How do you? But that's because they may not be engulfed in that culture. Well, yeah, they don't understand, like, the strip clubs that I worked in, so they're glorifying the strip clubs, you know, that are today, like the big booty clubs, which I go to and throw dollars at 120, <laughs> you know, I make it rain on the girls with all whatever money I have on me, um, but it's not like the, the clubs that I worked in, um, they had to wear long gowns, you had to cover your tattoos, it was very high end, and they were very selective on who they hired, a lot of the clubs were prejudiced, so one thing I will say about what they missed in the movie Okay, they had a, a different races and different sizes in the movie, but guess what they left out? They left out transgenders because there was a transgender involved in the case. Hmm. And where was she? Transgenders, gays, they all, everybody works in the club scene. So how come that wasn't presented in there? Samantha Sabar, that's on the line, Scoopy Radio, talking about Hustlers and more. You um, operated, well, actually, before we get into that, you pled guilty to assault conspiracy and grand larceny in 2016, and you were released and given five years probation. Mm -hmm. What did you learn during that process? I mean, it actually was a blessing in disguise because I probably would have never gave up that money. I mean, the money sucks you in in that business, so I mean, I'm happy, to be honest. You currently run Perfect Silhouette in Queens. You have another uh, branch in Manhattan, uh, which works on body sculpting, teeth whitening, and more. Post-opera carrier. A lot of stuff. Yeah. 
What I'm finding in today's day and age is everybody wants to have that look. Anywhere from nurses to school teachers. Oh yeah, everybody. It's not. We have every celebrity coming here, but we also have the girl next door, the teacher, the businesswoman. I mean, the college girl. You you name it, they come here. So it's not only the uh, you know the Instagram models anymore that want to have that look. Yeah, because when you look at the 80s and the 90s, to me, you had to be somebody to get plastic surgery or have that look. I think Jennifer Lopez was the first one to have, like, the big booty, like the fat transfer, if I'm not mistaken, back in the day. Really? I mean, that's that's what I think. Hmm. <laughs> Tell me about your book. Her and, Kim, her and Kim K. Well, Kim K, you kind of guessed it, but the, the J-Lo, you ruined in my childhood. <laughs> well, I don't take her looks away. She's beautiful, and I think she played a part. Like, she did a great job. I could never do those pole tricks. I don't even know how to get on the pole like that. I mean, that was never my thing. I didn't have to do that. Like, my clubs didn't even have strip poles. That's what I'm saying. Like, so in my time, they didn't even have stripper poles. Hustler had one that scores. Um, <laughs> so, but, um, my book is about brings you basically inside behind closed doors of the uh, dark high end VIP rooms with the celebrity clientele, Fortune 500 guys, and it really shows you what goes on in the strip clubs, the girls, and you know I've been getting a lot of like criticism about saying lower tier girls because I put an X skirt in page six, but mm-hmm. I think, and that's that is in my book, but I didn't come up with the term lower tier girls. That is known in the strip club business that I was in, whether it's in Vegas, New York, there's lower tier girls and there's higher end girls. So there's girls that, you know, the club knows do X, Y, and Z, and there's girls that are not going to do anything. And I'm a, I never said I was better than anybody. It's just some things I do and some things I don't. It's just, you know, it's just how it is. But I mean, I have, I'm all for the sex workers. I have best friends that are escorts, porn stars, uh, you know, adult entertainers, strippers, bartenders, uh, waitresses in the strip clubs. So, I mean, I don't judge any, I don't care what anybody does. Right. And and I'll say this, in the 90s, the late 90s. I'm married. And I was married. So, I was married previous. Right. So, back when I was married to my ex-husband, I mean, I... I mean, he didn't even want me in the clubs, um, which it all says that in the book. But at the end of the day, um, you know, like the the lower tier girls, I'm not like um, trying to, you know, say, oh, well, I'm better than these girls because I didn't need to do that. Well, I didn't need to do that because that wasn't my thing. I, I, I chose not to do that. And I work very highly with the host. So without the host introducing me to all these guys, I wouldn't have that either. So. I just didn't have to. That was my choice. I didn't want to. It was something that I, you know, I didn't need to do, and I wasn't about that life. Samantha, help me understand something. Mm-hmm. Is it possible for someone to be, because I don't know, I've never been in that industry, I don't know. Is it possible for somebody to be happily married or happily dating and be in a relationship with somebody in the club? No, absolutely not. It's just very, very hard. Like my husband today would never allow it. Ever, ever, ever in a million years. No, it's very hard. You and in my book it shows that so how many relationships and most of the girls have such can I curse on here <laughs> have really messed up relationships because of it. Mm-hmm. Whether they're abusive, it just no guy is gonna 
have their girl, you know, dancing or being in private rooms because they don't, even though you're not doing anything, I mean, listen, half of these guys, they really don't want anything. They don't need lower tier girls to do anything. They don't want anything. They're there to talk about their problems, work, wife. They don't want to go home to their wives. They want to party and, you know, hang out with pretty girls. So, but no, no man in their right mind is going to think his wife is not doing anything. Automatically, he's going to think something is going down because it is hard to believe unless mm-hmm. you're in that business and you know. If you're not in the business, then you don't believe it. Do you think that it is a rush for guys to, to spend their money and see women naked or half naked and not do anything? Is it, is it more of a rush doing that than it is to have sex? Yep. Why? Um... I don't, if they just, they don't want to go home to their wives. Their wives okay. are nagging them, to be honest. They had a long day. Like, let's just say the the guy in the stock market, he's, you know, busting his ass all day, stressed out, losing millions of dollars of other people's money. You think he wants to go home and listen to his wife bitching? No, yeah, he, wants to go get fu- he wants to get fucked up with hot girls in the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. Scoopy Radio on the line talking to Samantha Barbash. Um, when I was growing up watching hip-hop music, I felt that there was a fascination with the hood mm-hmm. to mainstream America. Jay-Z put out Hard Knock Life. Um, you saw a lot of movies in the 90s like Boys in the Hood. Uh, and people kind of, even with the, with the, with the, um, what's the, the, the movie, the, the, or rather the TV show, The Wire in Baltimore, there was an obsession with people selling drugs. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like in the last five years, there's a fascination with strip clubs and big butts. Yes, well, listen, I'm all about the big booty, <laughs> but it, it wasn't like that back then, to be honest with you. And, the, you know, the big butts in New York didn't really happen, I would say, a good 15 years ago. But it really got famous, I don't know, the past, like, 8 to 10 years, to be honest with you. And um, in in Scores and, and Hustler, they, in the early years, they didn't want those girls with a ginormous butt. They were, like... Or the darker skinned woman that was very prejudiced on body types and color. Yeah. Scoopy Radio on the line talking with Samantha Barbash. You are getting a lot of uh, press, TMZ, uh, a million of other things going on. Um, When have you had time to sleep? I I make time. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me, I make time. I don't. I don't. Ooh, a wink of eye over the, like a sleep. I, I just, it is what it is. I knew doing this book was going to put me back in the press. What was I going to do? But I had to tell my side of the story. So I know I'm going to be doing a series. Can you talk more about it yet? I can, but when I'm able to, I would definitely come back and, and you know, talk to you about it. But I mean, well, we will be filming uh, this winter. i tell you one thing. You truly are a hustler. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Where can people find more information about you, your book, and everything else going on? Um, right now, it's going to be on all platforms such as Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Kindle, um, and some bookstores. But for now, it's at underscorebooks.com. And for those of you who have social media, I am at I am underscore Miss M I S S Foxita F I X I T A. So um, they can purchase my book at underscorebooks.com. It's pre-sale right now, and it'll be out in about a week and a half. You heard it first. Scoopy Radio, Samantha Barbass. I appreciate you, good sister. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me. Scoopy Radio. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.